Hello and welcome to the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. Today we got a wonderful guest with us, Brendan D. Murphy, and he is the host of the Truthiverse podcast. Brendan Murphy has blown minds and changed lives around the world. An original thinker and iconoclast, he is the author of the epic masterpiece, The Grand Delusion, a synthesis of science and spirituality, book one, and the brain behind the Truthiversity, his multimedia online learning portal, truthiversity.com. Brendan also facilitates his clients' evolutionary expansion with a more personal touch inside his Evolve Yourself program, a container for deeper embodiment and unleashing personal power. As a freedom-focused entrepreneur, he also connects people with a powerful online business in a box model for wealth creation in these inflationary times. As a musician, Brendan is slightly obsessed with symphonic and progressive metal. Welcome to the podcast, Brendan. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Thanks for having me, brother. Appreciate it. So let's get started. Uh, tell us something about interesting about yourself that most people don't know about. Oh, um, okay. Uh, that's putting me on the spot. Uh, well, um, I'm a singer. That's one thing I do. <laughs> so yes, not commonly known. You, most people know me for you know what I write about and talk about and, and podcast and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, man, I've been a, a musician for many years and uh, just absolutely love you know, bands that have like a big epic sound and, you know, big vocals, um, you know, big themes and concepts and ideas and, you know, that kind of stuff. Totally into it, man. So, yeah, I kind of do that. I'm, 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 I've been writing for ages. I haven't really published anything much yet. I haven't had much time, but uh, yeah, maybe next few years I'll start cranking some out for people to see. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. We'd love to hear your music. So what was your fork in the road, that moment where totally took you to who you are, where you are right now? Um, yeah, for me, it's like, it's pretty easy to, to find that because my, uh, I had a very defining kind of moment like that many years ago. Uh, you know, I have a younger brother and he was, uh, he was at school. He was in high school. I think he was in his second last year of, of school. And I've been out of school for a, a year or two, maybe two. And um you know, he came home one day and he said that there was this young guy in there to give a talk. Um, and he was this entrepreneur, he's about 25 years old, and he was supposed to talk about business and that kind of stuff. But he kept going off track and talking about this book uh, that he just had blown his mind and metaphysics and spirituality and this kind of stuff. And the book, he said, was called The Holographic Universe, um, which is very famous. It's pretty famous in, in our circles, right? So a lot of people have read it. That for me was, you know, so he, he told me, he just, for some reason, you know, he, he felt compelled to tell me about it. Um, and, you know, probably about six months later, I went and I checked it out. I got a copy and I read it. And that blew my mind. Like it was the first sort of exposure that I'd really had in a, in a proper kind of like getting a proper download in detail, you know, a, co a cogent, rational, kind of well put together piece of material. Um, and that showed me that what, I had accepted as, you know, my ideas about reality um, and how the world works and what consciousness is and all this sort of stuff were, you know, just kind of just childish, very ill-formed, um, very limited sorts of ideas. And it, it, it ignited that curiosity in me. So I just went off down that road of, of just research and, and just constant, just constantly digging and, and absorbing more and more information. And so I never had um, after that point, because that was my awakening, 
Um, I, I never had any real ability to, to, you know, go and live like a normal life and do the things you're supposed to do. So, so I never look back, man. And that's why, that's why we're here having this conversation. I know exactly what you mean. I had something like that too. I read the holographic universe, like, I don't know, 25 years ago or something like that. And I don't remember the entire thing because I was a different person. I should read it again, but I remember the core essence of it. And there was a slew of also um, many different books that really, I guess the most important thing is just grounding all these very esoteric concepts in a way that everything starts making sense and realizing that we're missing pieces of science, we're missing pieces of spirituality and kind of digging into the depths of all the cultures and science and putting together this puzzle of things because we're basically kind of like modern day archeologists or something like that, you know, like trying to piece together the puzzle that we've been sold some sort of like, you know, disjointed toilet paper you know, in order to live a life you know we don't really have an instruction booklet so a lot of us are really kind of like putting it together the best that we can yeah exactly so what was yes what was your worst moment in in your life the, we have through your our hero's journey you know our whole experience and we have our you know the beginning of the story we got that inciting incident and then we're going downhill 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 all the way down till we reach that depth of the darkness where we actually find the difference between mental spirituality and embodied spirituality that true healing that gives weight to our journey what was that worst moment in your life ah uh, worst moment that's that's not an easy question actually um i would say i would say the biggest you know most of the biggest challenges um probably came through uh relationships you know years ago um you know, I mean, and that's not really stuff that, you know, you get into publicly, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, that, that, that was definitely, a, definitely had some challenges along those lines. I think um, for me, a lot of my challenges is, is simply, you know, walking such a, you know, an unusual path and then trying to make it work against, you know, all the odds where you constantly constantly challenged your, your patience is constantly constantly challenged your you know your big picture vision and your commitment to that is is always being challenged and um you know the willingness to to persevere in spite of what looks like you know kind of a pointless a futile kind of an effort um in a world where you know we're just it's just almost rigged to to um to prevent us from you know getting to the top of the mountain i mean that's that's kind of been my my ongoing challenge, if you like, doing the work that I do, uh, because in a world that's dedicated to uh, unconsciousness or being unconscious um, and unaware, when you when your whole body of work is dedicated to raising awareness and raising consciousness, it you know the it's like chalk and cheese. Uh, so, so there's always that challenge, and it's like I've had many, uh, many moments where I've, I've looked at, looked at my day-to-day -day life and gone, you know, what, what am I doing? Like, is it really, is it really worth it? Um, but you know, there's no, there's no really going back um, at this point. I don't think there really ever was any going back. You know, once you're on this path, you, you just, you just ride the wave and you accept that it's, it's not going to be easy. So yeah, I mean, that probably doesn't really answer your uh, question very well, but. Uh, that's that's probably about as good as I'll be able to do. Are you a surfer? 
No, actually, no, I'm not. I'd like to. We don't actually live by the water at the moment either. Oh, oh okay. You know, when I was a kid, I, I always looked at Australia as like the surfer spot, you know. When totally. I grew up where we had these tiny little waves, so I, I surfed a little bit, but I, I always wanted to go surf in Australia. So what lesson did you learn out of this, you know? Because as I kind of get from what you're saying, it's, it's a series of things that they might be so deep that you don't necessarily want to get into it. But you can tell us what lesson did you get out of this? I think uh, I think one of the things that I've I've you know maybe been slow to learn is is that it's like you're always no matter what it looks like I've always been supported at the crucial moments you know maybe at the last moment at the last minute when it looked like things were you know going down the toilet. Uh, but you know, it, it always kind of just manages to work out and you just take the next step <laughs> and just keep on going. So it's kind of having that trust, just trusting that, that there is that, uh, if you like, you know, I don't like to use certain kinds of words or whatever, but a plan or, uh, you know, just trusting the universe and your connection to that and, and that what you're doing, like walking the path that you're on is the right path and that you'll be, you know, supported in moving forward to take the next step. And so that, that, you know, letting go into that. Um, I guess you know surrender surrendering into that is is quite challenging. Yeah. Surrendering to greatness. Yeah. Surrendering to the universe. Absolutely. That's 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 actually one of the greatest things, you know, to let go of our personality and our little human mind, you know, and, and say, understand that we belong to a higher echelon of reality. And if we surrender this little vessel and say, okay, there is a greater picture here, and I'm just I'm playing my part on it, and then you show up. And then life will show up for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What keeps you up at night? What is the thing that is like, especially at these days where we're going, we're in the middle of a war. We're in the middle of a, an awakening. We're in the middle of a, of a, you know, a march. You know, what keeps you up at night? It's funny. I don't... So I don't know if I can answer that. I I think about a lot of things, you know, I have a lot of mental monologues on subjects that I'm just interested in, you know. Um, I, I don't think I, I even spend much time thinking about maybe 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 I'm deluding myself saying this, but I don't seem to spend a lot of time focusing on the the clown show around us. I mean, you know, it's it's constantly sort of you know in our faces and whatever. But uh a lot of people get very sucked into the the drama of it and the 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 appearance that things are looking really dire and and you know going in a certain way and and that is that is valid to a point um, but I try not to you know I don't really dwell on that so you know I'm I'm just more focused on what interests me and what I want to share and um, you know I feel like that's more useful that's a better use of my time and energy if I if I stay focused on that and uh, try to filter out as much of the external sort of what's going on in the world. Um, because, you know, once you're aware of it, you're aware of it and you, you act accordingly, um, but dwelling in it and being immersed in it constantly 24 seven is, is, uh, I think counterproductive because you're, you're not in your power, then you're not in your creativity and, um, you, you're just distracted and, and reactive. So what keeps you up is creating rather than reacting. Yeah, I think, you know, I want to talk about the things that interest me and, and that's, uh, you know, I'm very like my uh if you're into into human design um you know i'm i'm a manifester so 
you know, that's kind of like I, I'm in my own little bubble and I'm just kind of like playing my own game, marching to the beat of my own drum. And and I just want to share, you know, what I want to share and talk about what I want to talk about. So that's kind of how manifestors are, are sort of wired, you know. So um, we're not always, even though we can be conditioned by what's going on around us, we we have our own game to play kind of thing. We are our own game. <laughs> so would you like to share a little bit of that game with us? Uh, what in particular? <laughs> Is there anything in particular you want to get into? Well, because we can get into a, a depth of everything, but you know, if it, if you have something that it's popping out, otherwise I'll just keep going. I tell you what, man. Um, I do best when when uh, questions aren't too open. If I'm hit with open questions, I'm just like, you got to narrow it down for me. What do you want to hone in on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your vision for humanity's future? Oh, okay. Um, well, I think in a few hundred years' time, we'll be a lot more uh, self-aware than we are now. So, you know, my work is largely oriented towards helping develop self-awareness um, and break out of the hypnotic sorts of programs and belief systems that we we are most people are still, um, you know, hypnotized by. So. So when we break it out of that, we have a very different, um, you know, opportunity in front of us. We have, we have enormous amounts of uh, very advanced technology that is not currently being used in the public domain. So when that starts to be let out of the bag, um, and, and that brings another paradigm and belief or system, or you know, the 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 crumbling of belief systems with it, because that technology, um, you know, you 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 have to open your mind to very different things in order to be able to accept that that stuff even exists. Um, so we're going to have a very much more enlightened awareness at some point. I don't know when it is. It might be a thousand years away. Uh, I, I've kind of uh, looking at the last couple of years, I've become quite cynical and think, you know, <laughs> we could be in for like a little mini dark ages before we come out the other side of this, because, you know, if you look at the adult population, there's not a lot of hope there, but if you, if you look at the the children that are coming through, there are, there are a lot more, switched on they're a lot more aware they have um, abilities and perception perceptiveness that you know we, we don't really have so the human race is actually evolving so that's what i'm seeing is is the the evolution of the human race gradually i don't know what the time frame is exactly but we're going to have at some point we're going to stop warring with ourselves we'll stop being internally divided within ourselves divided against each other and um, we're going to have technology that that frees us from so many different things. We will eliminate the debt slavery system. We'll create an enormous, enormous amount of abundance without that and with the technology that is being suppressed at the moment. So we have, like, to me, the, there's the potential for an, a really, really amazing, bright future where we 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 can't even imagine what it's going to look like. You know, living now is is so we're basically in the dark ages right now compared to where we're going to be. So uh, even though I've, I'm sort of skeptical about the next, say, few years, whatever the time frame is, I think after we get over this and this this satanic kind of control uh, control structure breaks down, um, and we kind of wake up and take our power back, there's something that could be quite amazing for us. What do you think is the role of love in all of this? Well, that's that's where that's where we heal ourselves. That's where we heal out on a personal level. Um, we've we've lost that that sort of it's like we've been programmed out of self self love. I don't like I don't like that term, but you know, for want of a better term, like self acceptance and empathy for oneself. 
we've we've been trained out of that. So the role of love is to bring us back home to ourselves and allow us to connect to the truth of who and what we are as individuals and then connect to each other in a you know a non-destructive, healthy, uh, conducive way. And then we we have through community, you have the potential to build you know virtually anything you want. So we heal ourselves through love on an individual and collective level. And then that opens up just massive creative potential to go anywhere, you know, uh, technological utopias. I'm more of a nature guy, but uh, yeah, it'll probably be a fusion of a fusion of things. What do you mean? Like you're more of a nature guy. Well, you know, a lot of people think of the the future and they vision, they envision these big skyscrapers and, and not, you know, cars flying around and stuff, but <laughs> it doesn't really, I don't like cities in general. So, you know, <laughs> I'd rather be out in the country somewhere, you know. I, I, I have this idea of kind of like a, a future where you have a, 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 some sort of a architecture that mimics uh, nature, that, that we step out of the 90 degree angles and, and start building our, uh, you know, civilization in, in more in, in shape with when you go into the desert and you see these incredible cactuses and, you know, plants that are just like, they're literally a piece of art. You're, you're walking a museum, right? And, and, and in the same with any forest or any other, it's just like, you realize how, uh, you know, uncivilized we are. <laughs> we are barbarians, you know, because that is, advanced technology like the next like that's a real technology so yeah, yeah. I, I do i do see nature definitely is, is, the, is the way of the future for sure nature nature has the the actual like the blueprint and the the uh, the mathematics embedded in it so when we work with that we we actually create we can create energetically harmonious um environments that aren't toxic to be in which was you know, like you said, the 90 degree angles, you know, we're building houses and buildings with steel and plastic and all this synthetic stuff. And that that doesn't support the harnessing of the natural um, electrical charge of the environment. And so we end up kind of like living inside of this, this uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A sort of cage that creates like an electro smog and blocks out the the healthy like people could call it organ or chi or prana or whatever you want to call it. It's really just uh, what Dan Winter would call this phase conjugate um, elect- electrical implosive energy. So vortexes that are formed by the golden ratio, which is what is found all throughout nature, the golden ratio. So if you work with that, then you can create an energetically harmonious environment that supports the human auric field, which is the electrical field. It's a plasma field. And, you know, then we go from there. So we're actually supporting uh, the body's natural tendency to sustain itself, which is which means really we should live longer. We should live a lot longer than we do. And I think one of the reasons that we don't is because we end up harboring toxic emotional uh, emotions which don't support that electrical coherence and then we also go and build ourselves these boxes which also uh, compound that uh, that effect so yeah we need to, we need to move past this it creates an insane amount of quantum uh, incoherence right so what are you doing right now to contribute to your vision of the of the future uh well i guess that's there's a few things. Uh, firstly, my writing is designed to deepen people's awareness, uh, which 
which, you know, if I, I look at the feedback that I got after the first book and people, you know, had their eyes open to a whole other realm of possibility. So it's sort of like, oh, well, this is, if this is what reality is, if this is what I am, then why am I living like this? I could be doing so much more. Um, so there's the opening of possibility is one of the things that I like to um, t- to foster. But, you know, if you look at like Evolve Yourself, that that is a more um, personalized, you know, sound healing evolutionary modality. So that actually helps people to heal but evolve beyond where they are currently at, kind of like becoming the next best version of you. Um, and so, yeah, so my writing and my my content production is always aimed at, it always has like an educational component to it. And, you know, the the idea of empowering ourselves by becoming what we are and sloughing off the, you know, what we're not and stopping, you know, the to stop deferring to the power structure around us that keeps telling us lies about who we are and what we're doing here and where we come from and all this stuff. And, you know, tune that out and, and become your own, um, you know, use your internal guidance system. That's, that's a large part of, I think, um, what I do. So what do you think we can do to inspire unity among the different groups of the awakening movement? Spy unity. <laughs> Work together, collaborate, support each other in whatever whatever it is that we're doing. You know, so many awesome projects are happening and just, just keep supporting each other, really. That's all we need to do. We just need to keep doing creative things as, you know, at a grassroots level and filter out, you know, the governments and all their nonsense and just build the alternative civilization that we want to live in. Um, and eventually we'll make all of that other stuff obsolete. I mean, it's already obsolete. So, we just need to replace it. <laughs> right. We need to bring in a new alternative, right? What is this new alternative? How do you see it working? Specifically, in, in what sense? Well, how do you see it working in, in, in the part that you bring whatever you have to bring into that building? Like, let's say we're all putting together this, you know, thing. What is your piece that you're bringing? I guess it's just my my information, my awareness, my perspective. That's my that's my uh, that that's what drives me is the the perspective, the development of perspective, and the ability to share that. Um, because that's one of the things that I've noticed over the last twenty years is there is a severe lack in the community, um, not just the the non-awake like the you know the normie community that that's that's given but even in the the alternative it's a given yeah there's there's still there's a lot of um, massive blind spots and and you know beliefs that hold us back and keep us playing small so if we can let that go um we open up excuse me a whole other realm of possibility so what's your favorite quote uh how does it go? Uh, I think it's a Jung, Jung quote. Oh, no, it might be Einstein. Condemnation without investigation is the height of ignorance. That's probably it. I think that was Einstein. That's kind of like judging a book by its cover. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, how, I mean, we, we <laughs> how many people live like that, right? It's just like, it's a plague. That's a plague. So investigation, right. due diligence, these are things I value highly. To, to really, really actually not just, you know, say, okay, this is the truth, because otherwise we, we're going to have a lot of nincompoops running the show, 
what really actually showing up and, and putting the dots to the I's, you know, and the J's. Yeah. So um, what would do you want people, what would you like to people to uh, follow with what your work, with what you're doing, learn more about? We know you have a book. How many, you have one book or several books. I think it's just one book so far out. Yeah, I'm working on. I'll, hopefully, I'll release the second one next year. I'm just still working, finishing finishing that off. So, uh, yes, lots of articles, but mostly I'm really kind of focused. I'm all about the book, and aside from that, I gotta I gotta keep pumping some content into the Truthiversity as well. So that's kind of like a dedicated space for for members. It's a members only area where I get to kind of be creative and just. You know, I can put things in there that don't that wouldn't otherwise have a home, like on YouTube or on Instagram. It's, it's sort of like, okay, you know, this is sort of how I I can cater to people who are really interested in, in my work and give them something that's you know high level, creative and and also entertaining at the same time. Hopefully. So um, that's uh, we're gonna put all of your information and your links to your podcast and your website. Is there anything else that you want to let people know about you and what you're doing and you got your coaching programs or anything you want people to know about, learn more about? Um, well, I mean, you know, the, they can find out more via those links that you mentioned and, you know, the website's brendandmurphy.com. Uh, yes, it's all it's all there. And, you know, I'd welcome people joining the Truthiversity if they want to really uh, come deep with me into the uh, the creative sort of intellectual realm and, and see what I'm, what I'm actually working on and share it. Excellent. Excellent. Anything else you want to share with us before we move on? Um, no, I'm good, man. I, you know, again, if you hit me with specific questions, I can, <laughs> I can work with that, but open questions I'm no good at. <laughs> well, the main specific question for this podcast is really storytelling, you know, Tell people you're a real person with a real life that has a real journey. And, and then that's really what people, because we can talk about all this stuff until the cows come home. But what really hits people is where have you been? Mm. You know, how, how, how hard has life hit you? You know, how did you get up on that brain, you know, and you connected that, you know, uppercut, you know, that is the real meat, what we're looking for in here, you know, the story of your awakening. That's why we are the pioneers of the great awakening. So that's what I'm trying to bring out really here. And it's all important because we can talk about all these subjects. We all, a lot of us, we've done research for, you know, decades and we have a lot of information, but at the end of the road, it's about people meeting people and saying, here, we are together on this, you know, whatever it is, where we're going to build something. You know, we know that it's not about fighting the old power structure. We know that we are builders and we know that all of the things that we've learned, it's really about building a, a frequency grid of people that have an open heart and, and can collaborate in ways that are, that are real and grounded. Right. So, um, so that kind of, that's, that's what I'm most interested, the heart, right? Because uh, um, uh, that's, 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 that's really what people want to hear. And that I've heard that I've storytelling, what is the story, right? And, and you, I know because I've read some of your, your, um, your blogs, uh, you know, you have great stories about, you know, all of the research you've done. So, you know, um, I can, I, we can maybe have another podcast where I can say, well, let's talk about that specific one and then we can go travel in time and, you know, to the history of that thing and you can bring it up. But uh, this was kind of like the idea was just bringing that essence. Who's Brendan? What's your journey? 
Uh, cool. And, well, uh, I don't know how I've done with shared, that. You've shared what, what you want to share. You know, what's important is, you know, to, to be, you know, where you are and, and sit right with that. And, 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 and we're just glad that you showed up with us. And, and we, uh, we're very grateful for, for having you with us. If, if, if there's anything else you want to add to that. No, thanks, man. I appreciate you taking the time to have a little chat. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you for showing up and thank you for everything you're doing. This is the pioneers of the Great Awakening and we had with us Brenda and Dean Murphy and uh, we're going to put all of the links and his website and the podcast so that you can find and learn more about it. You can get his book. And if you are going through the dark night of the soul, you want to go to jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. We also have the uh, Planet Homemaking podcast, you know, learning how to use the gene keys to heal yourself, heal your life and awaken to your true purpose. And we also have at the very bottom a support button. If you click on that, you can learn more about our Dark Night of the Soul coaching program where we help people move through the Dark Night of the Soul, use that healing that they've found that deep down in the Dark Night of the Soul and bring it out into the world so that that can help other people come out of that too. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and I'll see you next on, on our next episode of the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.